0: Hi and welcome to this week's podcast. This is Rosemary O'Shaughnessy from digitalcontentmanager.ie. This week I chat with Brian Barnes from brianbarnswellbeing.com. He is an expert in our health and wellness for the individual, for the worker and for the business leader. So take a moment, listen to the podcast and learn from Brian how we all can be at our best
1: hello brian you're very welcome to this week's podcast now firstly can you introduce your business to us and tell us what inspired you to start your business and what is your aims of your business who you will help
2: well rosemary i'm delighted to be here and thanks a million for asking me onto your amazing podcast Um, my name is Brian Barnes and my company is Brian Barnes Wellbeing. And a little bit about myself, I'm, I've am i been a nurse, my background is in nursing, so I've been a general nurse and a mental health nurse for the last 25 years and I currently work in mental health, a lot of clinical experience, I've worked in addiction, I've worked in intellectual disability, I've worked in the prison service. And so a lot of clinical experience and with Brian Barnes well-being, I, my passion is, you know, um, I suppose I partner with people to create unique well-being solutions. So my passion is well-being and, um, you know, like really it's focused on self-care. So it's about partnering with people to create unique well-being solutions that work for them. So they're unique and they're solutions. So I'm very solution focused and um, and in Brian burns well-being I use um, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist I'm a life and business coach I'm a qualified trainer and um, I, um, uh, I I teach mindfulness and um, I've got a degree in health services management so again can, um, I've got a diploma in Indian health massage as well so I suppose that kind of toolkit that I have um, which is Brian Barnes well-being which is where I work from and you know I suppose again it's to empower people like you know it's to empower people to I talk to people about building their resilience really inside out so um you know what suits one person might not suit the other person um, in relation to self-care um, I work with people on you know let's say mental health exercise diet their attitude um, doing things that they love sleep hygiene and in each one of those areas um, you know different people can be at different stages so I work with with, with a person and um, let's say where they are so I always t- say to people that to start where you are and to you know to look at baby steps like I'm a big believer in baby steps and um, because small changes bring the biggest results. So that's pretty much, you know, my background and where I've come from and my approach to what I do, which is, you know, working with each person as an individual. Um, it's kind of person-centered. Um, so it's, I, I, I look at each individual. And so, you know, it's the partner with, with, with those people to create unique well-being solutions.
0: Now, we know
1: COVID arrived and COVID caused a lot of stress and it caused a lot of stress in the workplace in many ways. Like there were people working from home and all of a sudden they were trying to work from home, learn new technology. Then they were possibly homeschooling their children. But there's another side. There were people and businesses and say the people managing all these work changes, and then all of a sudden their staff. So they had to lead, and they equally, those leaders were going through all these stresses. So how can you help the individual and the business if, for example, they realize their staff were stressed, so they're not being as productive, um, and they want to, to go to you, to find out how to deal with that so that they and their staff can move forward so everyone can be in a better place.
2: Okay, that's a great question. I suppose from the kind of employer or the company side of things, it's to realize that, you know, people are stressed. Like we've all experienced stress in the last year and a half, so it's to acknowledge that and to recognize that and to realize that you know as you said when people are stressed their focus is decreased their concentration is decreased their productivity is decreased so they're not going to be as productive they're not going to be as you know on the ball as they might have been and again working from home there's lots of distractions you know there's kids and dogs and kind of you know kind of noises and kind of it's just a different environment so I suppose it's to really accept that and to acknowledge that and to know that you know like that's just the reality of we're at the moment that there's you know because someone's environment is so important and you know, people going to work, that's a big routine, you know, of getting up in the morning and driving or driving or traveling to work and being in that space and that camaraderie with colleagues and, you know, going for breakfast and lunch. So when you take all that away, there's a huge change in environment and a huge change in uh, routine for people. And that, again, that creates even more stress. So I think it's to acknowledge that all these changes have happened and to, um, to look, again, I suppose, at solutions because, you know, like it's about kind of, you know, solutions to people's uh, stress. And I think as an employer, you know, like to make it as <clears throat> as person-centered as possible because, you know, as, as, as you said earlier on, like some people – have really taken to working from home and they love it. And they never want to go back to the office. Do you know what I mean? Whereas some people are, you know, like, it's it's too much of a change and they want to get back to the office and get back to a routine. So like that, everyone's different. Um, now, the reality is, you know, like, getting back to that traditional office space isn't going to happen for a while um, because companies are seeing that, you know, people can work from home um, and, you know, they can use technology to do that. So I think it's about um, being person-centred and, you know, like a a lot of employee assistance programs are kind of one size fits all. And, you know, they take some boxes like, you know, let's say they can be talking about diet and nutrition and maybe a bit of stress and, you know, like um, kind of, let's say, you know, like... um, they can talk about maybe some meditation or, but like they're very kind of like, you know, like let's say one size fits all. So I think, and the research tells us this, that it's it's good to actually check in with your employees and to see, you know, like to, to check in and see where they're at, um, and at you know, like at, at any given time and to kind of get some feedback from them because, you know, what one person might kind of enjoy a mindfulness workshop another person might hate that but did enjoy an exercise workshop so i think you know um to be person-centered and to get some feedback from the employees um and i suppose like what i do myself i kind of with my background in general nursing mental health um and coaching hypnotherapy like i kind of cover like let's say um a broad range of pillars of well-being so like I work I call it medlands. so I look at mental health exercise diet attitude love and as in doing what you love and uh, being with people that you love and sleep and you know, like I suppose that kind of ticks a lot of boxes. But like, let's say, you know, some people might be getting a really good night's sleep, but they mightn't be getting much exercise. Um, and research tells us, you know, to go even to go for a walk for ten minutes boosts your um, mood. So I suppose I think that's a you know, like that 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 kind of medals is a really good kind of check-in. But again, it's to be person-centered, and I think you know, like for the employee as well, the kind of you know, let's say, kind of to check in. Um, and to be to be asked to check in on themselves is giving them a sense of ownership and it's empowering them as well so you know like now look at one size fits all is better than nothing but the ideal is to be person-centered and to check in with each employee as much as possible and to be giving them you know some well-being solutions to fit where they're at at any given time. Makes
1: sense but another area that I've seen a lot of people get an awful lot stressed about during COVID was time and you would have thought in some ways people should have had a lot more time Brian but it was a case of before COVID people went to work they knew when they were coming home so they had more structure of time also and from my experience working with business people is they had more stresses so they had might have had their routine of when they worked and when they didn't. And that was all impacting. Like you could see people's behavior was being affected because they didn't feel as much as in control. And I'm not saying, obviously, it's good to go with the flow and go for a walk. And if you go decide to go for a longer walk, whatever. But there is time that it is very good to have a structure or a help to get us into the habit. Um, Like a good example is like I noticed when COVID hit, you'd be working with people and prior COVID would be 10 in the morning, you get the email and you know they go off, they do the work and I go off and do my work. Then all of a sudden you could see all the communications were getting staggered you can see maybe sentences were shorter because people were feeling stressed. So yeah. what advice have you there? Because I would have felt for what you're describing, you have to find time to go for the walk. You have to find time to eat. You have to find time for work.
2: Exactly. Yeah, well, I suppose. Look at, like, I suppose we're talking about having that structure now. Again, where pe- people work from home, it's a huge change to that traditional structure of going to work. So, I suppose for a lot of people, the last year and a half, it's been kind of trial and error about getting that structure and getting that time, um, that kind of, you know, like the, that time, uh, let's say, um, more organised and. You know it's it can be a vicious circle because you know if you feel stressed you're you know like let's say you're 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 i you know your your let's say your planning of your time is affected and when you're when you're kind of planning of time is affected you're feeling more stressed so it, it's it's definitely getting a balance and um, i think you know like that whole thing on let's say going for a walk like now, again, even to go for a walk for 10 minutes boosts your mood for 90 minutes. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, who have, they kind of might have lunch at their desk, would have lunch at their desk, um, you know, and again, um, you know, they're kind of stressed or eating at their desk are obviously kind of not kind of very good on kind of time management. But, you know, kind of eating at your desk is going to make you more stressed and make you less capable of being a good time manager so I think um, now again some people like I've I read some research there the other day in it was one of the Scandinavian countries they, they, they reduced the working hours from 40 hours down to 36 hours a week and productivity increased by like 30-40% and there's a big push now for the four day week you know that kind of Monday to Thursday so let's say so like again and straight away there's, there's different combinations there you know like let's say reducing hours um and then people saying well uh, how are we going to fit in five days into four but again research tells us that you know when we reduce from five days to four days people are more productive because i suppose maybe there there's more there's more onus to have good structure do you know what i mean and to say right and um, you know like i have to get so many things done before lunch so many things done after lunch So I suppose that whole kind of planning piece about being organised and having, um, you know, having your 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 day set out, you know, having um, a kind of a timetable, having a structure, um, and being kind of clear on that, and you know, like you know that whole kind of let's say working for kind of 30, 40 minutes, taking ten minutes off, and you come back kind of more energised. So I think look, everyone's learning, uh, you know, and it's kind of try and error, but. I think you know, like, like time management and stress. You know, they kind of they go hand in hand. And if you're kind of more organised, and if you have your timetable, and if you're, um, you know, like if you have more structure to your day, you, you can bring in time for your ten minute walk, and for your, um, you know, for your for your mindfulness, and for your exercise, for drinking water, and then by doing that, it makes you more clear and it gives you more clarity so you can in turn have more focus on your time management and for your kind of timekeeping skills. So they kind of go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Like, okay, I work in the remote world, as you know, and um, I would use my com. And um, with that, it I can time myself. I can see how long I take to do something. And if I'm doing an identical task, And it's taken me double the time. I can see there's a problem there. So what do I do about it? So we're talking about tools and resources. So what tools would you recommend that people use for their well-being, physical, mental, etc.?
2: Um, well, first of all, I was like when you mentioned there about like I suppose you know technological apps and stuff. And there's a great saying in Buddhism, which says that if you eat a live frog first thing in the morning, the rest of your day is going to go very well. So I suppose straight away we're talking about doing you know like let's say like kind of kind of creating your 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 timetable, and maybe to do some of the more difficult. Parts of your your schedule in the morning and to kind of get them out of the way. Because now, again, some people are different. They like to kind of, you know, like let's say kind of lead into their day more slowly, but to, to, like to do a few kind of harder tasks in the morning. And that's going to give you that sense of empowerment and that sense of achievement. And um, that's going to kind of, you know, like set you up that, that you've kind of, you know, you've achieved something and you've, you've taken a few big things off your lists. Um so I think that approach is 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 good. And in relation to kind of physical and mental well-being, um again, regular breaks, you know, like even let's say to kind of work for kind of 30 minutes, take 10 minutes off, like even things like posture, like you know the whole ergonomics. Now we could talk for hours about ergonomics, but you know like being mindful of your posture and making sure you're getting lots of sunlight wherever you are and let's say in relation to stress like a big one for me and I come back to it every time like it's not even mindfulness it's breathing through your nose so you know like traditionally humans um, are like the last couple of thousand years that we've been breathing through our mouths and the optimal way to breathe is through your nose because when you breathe through your nose it increases your immune system it decreases your blood pressure and pulse and um it it straight away has that relaxation response so to kind of even just to catch yourself you know like let's say a few times a day to check in with yourself um and to keep in mind that breathing through your nose is the and that creates that relaxation response which kind of brings you back into the moment and because mindfulness I suppose we all know about mindfulness um, which is simply being in the moment so it's about catching yourself and look we all get stressed we all get kind of caught we all have 60,000 thoughts a day and so you know it's to kind of gently bring yourself back into the moment a big one I use as well if you're feeling stressed is if you imagine a stop sign when, you know, like, and um, the sign says stop. So, if you imagine the S is to stop, T is to take a deep breath and um, into your nose. O is to observe. So, is to observe what's around you, and you can use your senses. You can use what you can see, what you can hear, what you can smell, what you can taste, what you can feel. And then P is to proceed, sort of to keep going in what you're doing. Um, And again, you know, like these are kind of small little check-ins and just to kind of bring yourself back into the presence and you know, like to bring that stress level down and that relaxation kind of level back up again. And again, look at the the bigger pillars that I talk about, you know, the exercise, your diet, obviously, you know, lots of fruit, lots of vegetables, two litres of water a day. Like, a, a lot of, you know, a lot of brain fog comes from being dehydrated. Like, you know, there's tons of research out there that, you know, like, ideally... Two liters of water a day is what we should be drinking and if you go below that you're going to feel foggy you're going to feel physically and mentally tired and um, you know so maybe to avoid the caffeine um, let's say and and to drink more water again ideally two liters and um, and just again just to have regular check-ins because look at we're all on a learning curve and again working from home, changes in routine. Some people love it. Some people, you know, it's 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 not, they, they want to be back in the office. But as best you can just to adapt and, you know, just to be, a big one is to be gentle with yourself and to be, have that kind of sense of kind of, you know, just to be kind to yourself and to know that we're all on this learning curve. And um, yeah, but just to check in with yourself and to be, gentle with yourself and to know that you know we're all learning through this
1: yeah it may it makes a lot of sense and i'd also say maybe i'm talking from a marketing perspective but be realistic because there's no point deciding oh i'm going to be very fit today and you haven't taken you've sat for the last year and a half not taking exactly exactly then you go off and you decide oh there's a new trend i'm gonna buy a bike
2: and I'm just going to go and do 30 miles. That's not... That absolutely. Because I'm, absolutely I'm talking all. there about... Absolutely. Because even the benefits of going for a walk for 10 minutes, like one minute, like if you can get out for one minute, you know, um, and then go for two minutes tomorrow, three minutes the next day, like really start where you are. Like give yourself a break. As you said, be realistic be kind to yourself, be, um, you know, give yourself a break and say, right, I am where I am. Like I said to people that smoke, I do hypnotherapy for smoking. And if someone comes to me and you're saying, right, I'm smoking 20 cigarettes today. Um, I've smoked 20 cigarettes for, you know, for years. um, I'll say, right, cut it down to 19 tomorrow. You know, like, because straight away you've reduced, your your smoking from, 20 to 19 go one one down the next day 18 the next day 17 the next day like baby steps do you mean baby steps go bring it a long long way and that's that's the key to this because you know like this kind of you know like okay i haven't done exercise in 10 years you know like you're not going to be running the marathon so to be realistic to have to, to look at baby steps and to give yourself a break
1: yeah very good very good advice Now, I really enjoyed working with you on your website and I would like to take this opportunity to wish you lots of luck with your website. And I look forward to seeing your podcast on your website as well, because I know you love doing your podcast.
2: Yes, I do. And look, I had an amazing time uh, working with you on my website and it, 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 it looks brilliant. And I've gotten some really good feedback on it. And yeah, um, I, I, you know, like the, I love doing the podcast and um, I look forward to getting kind of everything kind of wrapped up as well. And um, yeah, I had an amazing time and I've learned so much from you. So thank you so much, Ruth.
1: No, it has been an absolute pleasure, Brian. And I know <laughs> we'll continue working in different ways together. So exactly. all the best. And thank you very much for everything.
2: Thanks a million, Rosemary. Thanks for having me today.
1: No, no bother at all.
0: Many thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Rosemary Sharpnessy from digitalcontentmanager.ie. I work for health, wellness and local businesses. How do I help them? I design WordPress websites. I manage WordPress and I train and create digital content. So why not book a call? Let's have a chat and see how I can help you. I'm wishing you the best of health and prosperity in 2021. Take care.